A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, it is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. You drive until the road starts heading east, and you can see ahead of you there's a, a church on your right. It'll be on your right hand side. Your friend Ryan said that you were checking out the crime scene of Jude Carroll. Mm hmm. To determine whether it was the same. What did he mean by that? Just the same. Just two dead bodies. What do they look like? But you... It's like... I don't, I don't know, dude. Like... Dude, you know, I'm super hip. Hang on, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. turn my chair around. Yeah, yeah, go on. What are you, a youth pastor? <laughs> so, let me tell you about... Let me tell you about this guy. He, um... He's pretty cool, I guess. What's his name? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> No, he, he he says to you, uh, look, just for the just for everyone listening, Adam has turned his chair backwards. I I am indeed sitting like a youth pastor in my chair. He he turns to you and he says, "I don't know. There's not we don't think about it that much, I guess. It's like well, it's it's like cool, I guess." No, you know what? I understand. You see one, and then we were like, well, what's the other one look like? We just wanted to compare, I guess. You know I, I, you know what? That actually makes... You know, probably the first person I met in this town who I actually understand on some level. That sure. is rare. It's just before the church, he says. Thank you very much. So, did you... When you say it's like alien, you know the nature of what happened to Jude Carroll? Uh, no. So his eyes are missing. They've been... Plucked from his head. Yeah. And the police are saying, wild animal. No bite marks, no blood. What do you think of that? I guess it's murder. Ken, we're going to play a game. I want you to broaden the way you think a little bit. Let's say we rule out wild animal. And then let's say we rule out man. So that rules out murder, suicide, or some kind of accidental death at his own hand. What remains? What did we rule out? Sorry? Animal and man. And man. Um, accident? Okay, accident falls under man. Oh. What kind of accident would allow you to lose your eyes with no marks or blood? I don't know, like a monster, I guess? Ken, you are a clever, clever man. A monster. There are any stories that the school kids tell amongst themselves late at night at campfires or anything that the older kids scare the younger kids with about monsters in your town? Yeah. What? Well, when we get there, I'll tell you. 
You, uh, he gestures. I'm, I'm working with a teenager. It's infuriating. He gestures, and sure enough, just before the just before the turn off to get to the church, and you see there's a graveyard attached to it. There is like a driveway. You know how in Australian, it, it's in the Australian country. Yeah. Sometimes driveways just happen. Yeah, driveways just fucking happen. It just like appears out of nowhere. It's just suddenly there's a driveway. You see a mailbox, and on the mailbox it has the name Walsh. You can tell that it's been painted, and then you drive past onto the driveway, and you head towards the house. The house is a double-story affair. It's not a farm. It's just like a a recessed house. Some places here aren't really houses. They're more farms. This one is an actual house. It, It looks Victorian, again. It looks like an older building, but it's also got, like, a lot of like wear and tear on it and new sections here and there. Although when I say new, the entire place looks decrepit. It's definitely- It's abandoned. It's an abandoned building, but you can see that there's obviously been improvements made to the house. So I see Walsh and I see an abandoned building. Yep. You pull up to the abandoned building. There's a garage that's kind of just- The garage is kind of like four sticks holding up a big slat of wood. Yep. And that thing is kind of crumpled. It, It obviously at some point collapsed. What happened here? This is the Walsh house, he says. Is the Walsh house the story that It's you haunted. Tell- <laughs> now we're talking. My older brother yeah. used to come here because it was haunted and you'd stay for like a night or a day. They ever see anything? No, they didn't see anything. But then like I think four years ago, someone found there's a body upstairs and now everyone goes to look at the body. No adults know about this. We didn't tell anyone, no. Huh. I'm not going to tell him one either, at least not yet. This is highly sensitive. If you, What was the story behind like, it? As he's opening, you've pulled up, and as he's opening the door, he looks at you and what he, what he obviously thinks must be like a cool voice. He says, well, if you do tell anyone, leave me out of it. And he gets out of the car. I'm not an idiot, Ken. Just humor me. Tell me the story. What? Oh, the story this, about the house? The, why is it haunted? What do people say about the haunting? Well, Ghosts? Is it a possessed child? Is it vampires living on? I want specific detail. Well, they're, uh, I don't know, like 25 years ago maybe, there used to be the Walsh family that lived here. Yes. And one night a, uh, a burglar broke into the house thinking that the Walshes were gone or something like that. And they weren't. They were upstairs, but he thought he didn't know. And so first, when he was rummaging around, the parents heard. And then Gary, the dad, comes down. The axe, the burglar, sorry, grabs an axe, kills Gary, and then thinks the house is clear. But then Gary's wife, Dawn, comes down. He takes the axe and it kills Dawn. Dawn. How many kids did they have? They had three kids. And each one of those kids comes down, looks for the burglar, and he kills them all with an axe? Yep. And the story is that the house is haunted by the family or the burglar? <laughs> he laughs the family. Well, you know, these things happen. So the idea is that this house is haunted by the angry, restless spirits of the five Walshes who were murdered by a burglar. Yeah. So when you stay at night, at midnight... When the burglar first broke in, you can see Gary walk down the stairs. Then 10 minutes later, you see See Dawn Dawn walk down the stairs. 
And no one that you know of has ever seen these ghosts manifest themselves in this house. No, I've heard of loads of people talking about the ghosts. Wait, wait, so they've seen them? Yeah. You told me that no one had seen anything. Well, your brother didn't see anything. No, my brother didn't see anything. He a coward? He closed his eyes? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to get you to make a wits. Wits intelligence, I'm going to okay. call it. So, so that's, that's uh, six. Six. You don't put a lot of stock in the ghost story. No. You, I'm pretty good at knowing what's a real ghost and what's a not a real ghost. You're hearing that ghost story from a 15-year-old kid who's telling you like third-hand stories from other kids. Maybe the ghost story is real, but you don't think the evidence of a bunch of kids is worth much. Yeah, no, correct. My, my gauge was like, that's not what the spooky... That's not the interesting thing about this house. The interesting thing about this house is there was a body upstairs missing a body part. Mm-hmm. That is what my brain is doing. So Ken takes you round the back. And at the back of the house, you can see, you know how um, some buildings will have like an outside access to their basement? Yep. You can see that there is like a shitty little set of wooden slats that cover up an access to the basement. Ken grabs it and lifts it up and you see that it looks like it's set, like nailed down, but it's actually not. It just comes loose. Huh. Yep. Kids are resourceful. All right. This happened 25 years ago. When was the body found? About four years ago, you said, was the first appearance of this body? Yeah. And kids just been coming here, not telling about it ever since. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful network of people. Do you have any, are there any stories about this corpse? Um, yeah. My brother reckons the corpse is of their granddad. Walsh's granddad? Yeah. Wait, wait. He wasn't in the house. On the, in the story, he's not in the house. No. Nah. He came back later and had a, well. Tell me that story, Ken. He came back, found that his family was dead, and then he killed himself. But, well, we, that's what we thought. But we don't know why the body's up there now. Like, he was buried. Wait, so he was, he was buried. So, okay, you, you believe that that body is the body of the grandfather who died 25 years ago, shortly after the original incident, was buried and has now been... Exi- this entire story sounds super murky. You're realizing that you're poking and prodding it, and it's impossible to tell what is truth and what is just yeah. This, this, this is not my keen sense of bullshit is going off. Yeah, it's impossible to tell what is real and what isn't. There's no internal logic to the story itself. Did you ever, did you ever stop to consider that there's no way it could be the granddad's corpse? Considering the fact that while you say it looks like alien has ripped through his chest, I, I assume there are some skin on the body still. Yeah, it's like a mummy. Right. 25 years of decomposition, there would be a fuck all left. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking mostly bones, son. The kid shrugs? I guess, I don't know. All right, take me to the body. You get into the basement and you can see that part of the first level of the house, the, the ground level, whatever you're going to call it, has collapsed in and it is blocking half of the basement. So... You actually can't get to the stairs to get up, but you can see that there is an obviously well-worn series of handholds yep. that let someone <clears throat> climb up to the second level through the hole that fell in. This is a, a, a rite of, right of passage for these kids. Basically, yeah. Have you stayed a night in the house? Yeah. Anything unusual happen? Do you see the murdered Walshers by chance? No, I didn't see it. Apparently it only happens on like odd days or something. Yeah, seems likely. Continue. Let's go. You climb onto the first level of the house. The first level of the house is divided into a kitchen, which is mostly gone. 
at this point. There is a lounge room. There is kind of like an entry hallway that has stairs going up and stairs going down. The stairs going down uh, stop at a door. Ken points at that door and says, that door's locked. We can't get into the rest of the basement. And there is also a bathroom on this level and then some sort of like a play area. You can see in the play area, there is some things there, but it's a pretty bare room. No one's ever tried to pick the lock. No one knows how to pick the lock. We kicked it, but it's strong. All right. Maybe I'll come back later. All right. Continue. Show me the room. You go upstairs onto a second floor or first floor. Once again, depending where you live in the world, second or first floor landing. The next floor. Yeah, the next level up. And uh, you can see that there are four doors here in this house, or four doors here. Uh, One of them is closed. The other three are open. You can see immediately through one of them, and it looks like a children's room. There's like a four-poster bed. It's kind of small size, like a children's bed. Then you can see another room is a bathroom. So there's a second bathroom. And then finally, there is presumably the master bedroom. And then obviously, I'm sorry, the closed door. And next to the closed door, you can see that there is like a hole punched in the wall. What's that from? Well, that's where you see the body. Because you can't get in the room. No. Hmm. He gestures. You can see it through the, through the hole. We tried to make the hole bigger, but that's... Hard, I guess. I'll be right back, son. I head back. Mm-hmm. I go to my car. I pop open the boot at him. Mm-hmm. Take out my baseball bat. I walk back into the house. Okay. Let's have a look then. He gestures. There's no like trick to it. You just kneel down and look through the hole. What's in there? Crouching down and looking through the hole, you can see what must be half study, half bedroom. You don't get a great look at the room, but you can see that there is a bed. There's a desk, there's a chair. Unlike the rest of the house, the rest of the house that you've been to, you've not really turned everything over, so you've not investigated very well. You've kind of led almost immediately here. I'd want to go here. I'll investigate other stuff later. You can see that this this room looks way more furnished than the rest of the house. There's a carpet here, and you just realize that the rest of the house is completely uncarpeted. So, like, you can tell that things have been moved and taken out of the house. The house has been, like, looted over time. This room, not the same. This room is completely furnished and completely, like, set up. There's a window that you can see goes outside to, uh, you know, just outside. There's no... mm, Another wits intelligence roll. So six. Yep. You know that through that window, like, remembering the outside of the house, through that window is, like, an immediate drop. There is no easy access to that window, presumably why the kids haven't gotten up there. It would be very difficult to impossible to get in through in or out through that window, but you can see that it is smashed in completely. Then, oh, and you know it's smashed in because there's glass on the floor. So someone's smashed in from the outside. Uh-huh. Or something. On Something is smashed in from the outside, a second story or first story window yeah. where there is no discernible way for a person to be able to get there without, say, a ladder. Correct. Or a hang glider. Correct. So there is a desk, and in front of the desk there is a chair. Leaning back in the chair is a, as the kid said, desiccated corpse. The corpse looks quite old, but not 25 years old. You're right. It would be mostly bone at this point. There is still quite a bit of flesh, 
but the corpse is like advanced in age. Yeah, it's it's a couple of years. You can see, sure enough, once again to the kid's word, the chest of the corpse has been torn open, or or is open actually. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's say, been torn. Yeah, I'm not. You don't get a great look at the chest. You'd have to get close to see, but you can see that the chest is open. You can uh, see ribs. Can I use from this distance any of my investigation skills to gauge anything more about the body? You'd need to get into the room. Huh. Well, certainly not grandpa. All right. Well, tell me, do you know any stories about the any kids smashing in that window? He shakes his head. No, we don't know why it was broken. But it's been broken the entire time that you've been coming to this house. Uh, he leans back and tries to think really hard. I think so, he says. Right. All right, stand back. We're getting in this room. All right, how are you doing it? I'm going to try to baseball bat the hole bigger. I'm going to make that a strength weaponry roll. So what's your strength? Uh, my strength is two. Two? Um, weaponry is two. And because it is baseball related. <laughs> your specialty is specialty. baseball. <laughs> you manage to widen the hole enough that Ken can get in, but you can't yet. Ken... How would you like to make an extra thirty dollars? You want me to unlock the door? <laughs> what were you about to suggest? I was going to give him my phone and make him take photos. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I just pretend I didn't say that? Sure, because that's not Heracles being Heracles. That's Tom. That's okay. Yeah, being you, dumb as shit. You, you can get him to unlock the door for you. Do you want to go around and open that door for us? All right, I'll do it for another twenty bucks. How about you do it? Because then you can tell people that you saw the body up close. You can make a persuasion manipulation check. He looks at you and he says, mm, give me the rest of the money. Okay. I hand him the 10 bucks. He crawls through the hole, goes to the other side of the door, and you hear click. I open it and I, is he, I join him in the room. You get a much better look at the room. So I'll give you a better description and then you tell me what you want to do. Cool. So there's a bed, a single bed, but an adult-sized single bed. Yep. There's the broken window, carpet, glass on the floor. There's the corpse sitting at the chair at the desk. And then you see a wardrobe and a trunk. Does the furniture, even though even though this has got furniture in it and carpet, it has been like de- just destroyed, does the stuff look new? Like does it look newer than the house? No. Okay, so it looks like it is from the house originally. Nothing here looks any newer than the house itself. Ken, tell me about the Walsh family. So there's Papa Walsh. He's he's a man, say my age, we'll call it. And then there's Mrs. Walsh, and she's probably about my age. How old were the three children? Uh, They were 10, 8, and 6. Boys, girls? All girls. All girls. This does not look like the room of a girl. Or a child. Do you notice that is unusual? He, sh- he shrugs and says, I-, I-, I don't know, I guess. How certain are we that the story of the burglar is true? I make a couple of notes about burglar Walsh's story <laughs> 25 years ago, approx. Let's take a look at you then, shall we? Grandpa Walsh, I uh, would like to investigate the body, Adam. You can see that... This is the strangest wound you have ever seen on a body. It was not made from inside. It was made from out. But you can see the flesh and the ribs have, and bone and flesh and everything has just been peeled open like it was a banana. 
the bones are not saying broken. like no damage. No damage. There is absolutely no damage whatsoever. Like I said, peeled open like a banana. The rib cage curls like an S in and then out. Like someone like, is like just Superman just bent some like train yeah. lines to make him go in a different direction. Yeah, basically. Looking into the body, it is a soup in there. It probably doesn't stink anymore, but it it's impossible yeah. to tell what like might be wrong otherwise. Can I investigate the body oh, specifically a little bit yes, further? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. And then you investigate the body. That's an investigation plus wits. The body is wearing the remnants of an, a, a uniform, a military uniform. You check. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. What? <sighs> Fuck. You check on the side. <sighs> you can see. You can see on on the corpse's like the sleeve on the jacket. There is a. Uh, it says like 49th recon and reconnaissance and observation. You can see that the body. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. He is quite a, like the body was of a, an older man, probably like in his 50s when he was killed. Maybe older, to be honest. Hard to tell. You can see that tucked into his pocket is like some folded pieces of paper. They, uh, it looks quite big, just like really folded up. It's kind of like really tightly tucked in there. You can see that next to him on the floor, it's co- it was covered in so much dust, it was actually hard to see, is a sawn-off shotgun. Um, and you can see, no, that's actually, that's maybe it for the corpse. Okay, 
Quick question. Mm-hmm. Does the military uniform have any resemblance to the military uniform from my vision? No. no. Okay. It's way... The military uniforms you, was, you saw in your vision were um, uh, like black or black camouflage sort of things. You don't actually know if this is necessarily true, but... If you were if you were Ken describing it, you would say they looked like spec ops. Or yeah, okay, like okay. That. This, this does not look like that. This uh, this actually looks more like a Vietnam era uniform. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I. In fact, I would say actually he's wearing a flak jacket. Yep. Which you know places this uniform in the Vietnam era. Right. So, but the body's not that old. No, the body is not that old, but you can tell that the body is an, is of an older man. Yeah, yeah, no, this is um, just uh, anything on the jacket, like if it's a military uniform, his name, rank, anything. Yes, actually, no, it would it would have uh, Walsh written on it. Walsh. It Son doesn't a, have a, a first name, just the surname. Walsh. Son of a bitch. Hey, Kim. Yeah. You may be playing truant, but that doesn't mean you're not going to learn anything today. Come over here. <laughs> Get a beat for that. <laughs> <laughs> you may be playing truant, but you're not going to learn something today. All right. What do you see? He looks. And if you say a dead body, I will hit you with this bat. He gives you a smile like he was just about to say dead body, but he doesn't say it. <laughs> he turns back and he says, I don't know, uh, uh, a dead soldier, I guess. Dead soldier. This is good. This is where you need to start. So already we know more. Have you more picked up the sawn-off shotgun? Oh, I will. Have you? Not yet. Cool. <laughs> no, don't you touch that. Ken looks at you. He doesn't touch it, but you can tell that you might have to keep an eye on that. I'm an older guy with a baseball bat. He can have a crack. <laughs> <laughs> keep telling me about the body. Um, we'll talk about the gun in a minute. He's got some papers in his pocket. Right, papers. We'll check those. So we deduce that he is wearing a military uniform. Anything you can tell me about the military uniform? He shakes his head, no. See the name on that jacket? Oh, Walsh, yeah. Walsh. Now this uniform, I don't know how familiar you are with military things. I don't know if one of your favorite things is army, like someone that I know. But the style of military uniform he is wearing and some of the other parts of it indicate that this is a uniform used for the Vietnam War. So this man served. Now, he obviously didn't die during the Vietnam War. His body would be worse than bones. He maybe died four or five years ago, which checks out from when you guys, is that what I would say, four or five years? Oh, for the, the body? Yeah. Could I determine looking at it? Really hard to tell. Um, it, <laughs> he it, died a while ago, but not so long ago. probably more than four years ago. Ten? Ten seems accurate, yeah. About ten years ago, so when this gentleman died. So that puts it in the 80s at some point. Now, the interesting thing, isn't his uniform. Maybe the papers in the pocket are unusual. And the shotgun is certainly interesting, but I want you to look at that hole in his chest. The bone is curved? Right, like it was, uh, you know, Superman, Incredible Hulk, Captain America, all those kind of type of guys. You see when they, like, bend a train track back. Yeah, like Alien. Well, no, see, an Alien, it bursts out like like a rocket or bullet piercing through skin. This has been very carefully unwrapped like a present. Look at that. The skin is not ripped. Not at all like Alien. The bones are not broken or shattered in any way like an Alien. They have been very carefully maneuvered out of the way and something has been taken out. Whatever did this was very careful 
They're specialized in removing whatever it took. So that makes me believe that maybe Jude Carroll's eyes were not removed by a hunger dingo after all. All right. Um, I very carefully inspect the papers in his pocket. You pull out Tug a couple times. The papers... At first, you're afraid. Obviously, you're doing that because you're afraid of breaking the paper. Correct, or correct. Like that. Or them deteriorating. A couple of yanks, and you immediately realize that the paper. It's not like just regular paper. It's kind of thicker paper. It looks sturdier. And when you pull it out completely, you realize it's a map. A map made on uh, made to be durable, made to last. So it's not. You don't feel like you need to be delicate with it. You unfold it. It is a a handwritten map of the local area. So, basically, the map I have before me. Great. I now have a map of the town. Yeah. Anything that appears on it that appears abnormal or unusual? Um, For example, is there a bit on the map that says, Creature's Lair? No, there's nothing like that. There's no notes. It doesn't look like... uh, Yeah, it just looks like a a hand-drawn map of the local area. You can see marks and notation. You maybe find through the map that there are extra trails going around Burangong that are not easily marked or found, but they exist. They're kind of like, not even hiking trails, more like trails or paths made by animals that a person could also use. Great, I pocket that map. I Feel free to add that to your inventory I so will. you don't forget. I will. Um, Handwritten map of local area. I would like to inspect the shotgun as well. You pick up the shotgun, you see that it is loaded but spent. So there are two shotgun shells inside it. Both have been used. I look around the room, see if there's any, like, where the shotgun... No, there's no indication of shotgun shells anywhere. Can I look at where he's sitting, where that gun is, and the hole in the wall, and deduce that he shot the hole in the wall? No. Where he is sitting, he would be looking right at the window. Did you shoot the window out, but the glass is in the room? All right, I search the room. Where do you want to search first? I want to go to the window, look at the window, blast right. in, and then I want to check the desk. The window, you look out, sure enough, anyone climbing up here would have had a really tough time. There's no easy handholds. You imagine with a ladder, I guess someone could get up here pretty easily, I suppose. It's only, you know, one story up. So with a ladder, it's not too much difficulty. But without a ladder, you're kind of fucking out of luck. There's no way to climb up here. It doesn't look like. You certainly couldn't do it, and you couldn't imagine that, like a healthy person could. Then you look at the glass. The glass is all shattered into the room. It is very certain that something came through the glass at yes. high speed. You tried to shoot it. It came through there, and you tried to shoot it, and you were not fast enough, Mr. Walsh. Then you look at the desk. You see that the desk covered in like a fine layer of dust. There's some loose leaf paper and pens about the place. And you see a book, a wrapped leather journal. Well, I'll be taking you with me. I take it. All right. I do a quick little skim to see if there's any, like to the last page. Only two pages have been used. The front two pages. Every other page is blank. I read the first two pages while I'm standing here. I feel nothing now other than cold. My plan worked though. It followed me, and I think it might try to take a piece of me, so to speak. Good. I've got enough breath in these lungs to put up one last fight. Then it'll win. Take my lungs, and then I'll win. Enjoy running, you fuck. But that's the last card I have. Spite. What was the point, though? You're still dead. But I'll never forget your faces. I'll hold on to them for as long as I can. 
Goodbye. Stephen Walsh, 1944 to 2004. 1944. Stephen Walsh, you take my lungs. What's that? Can you read that, that section again? You kill me, you win, you take my lungs, you lose, that bit? It followed me, and I think it might try to take a piece of me, so to speak. Take a piece. Good. I've got enough breath in these lungs to put up one last fight. Then it'll win. Take my lungs, and then I'll win. Enjoy running, you fuck. Take my lungs, then I'll win. You gave it your lungs. What on earth takes lungs? Werewolves like hearts. Vampires like blood. Lungs, take a piece. I tear these two pages out, pocket them, okay. separate, just in case I lose the journal at whatever cool. point. Is there... Mm. Oh, I have a notepad and pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I do like one of those things to see if there's anything else missing from the journal? Doesn't look like it. Cool. Took my lungs. Is that both pages read? Yep, that's both pages. Enjoy running, you fuck. Mm. Oh, uh, sorry. I should also say, searching the desk, in one of the desk drawers, you find six shotgun shells. I take the shells. You can mark that down, shotgun and six shells. Hmm, all right. Other than that, the desk is pretty empty. There's, like I said, some loose leaf paper, some writing equipment. Sorry, I should say, in the bottom drawer, you do find, like, stacks of identical leather journals. All of them are empty. You were planning to live a lot longer than you did, Stephen Walsh. Now, see, I'm just going to think out loud for a bit here. Maybe this is a bit more of a logical leap than my character is allowed, and in which case, rein me in, Adam. It's okay. All right, so... Whatever this thing was that came through the window that took your lungs, you knew it was coming. It did something to your family. It, it, it took something from them, and you stalked it out, and you were going to kill it. And you, it knew you were looking for it. You were dying. You were, you were cold. You, you were sick. Your lungs were sick. You hoped that if you gave the creature your lungs, it would... Bring them into its own self and get whatever sickness you had. Mr. Walsh, did you have cancer? Were you given the monster cancer? You can get a beat, my friend. Yes. And that's not, that, that's, that's, that's not me. That was just me using my own deductive reasoning. You were trying to kill it. So it is a creature that takes and absorbs body parts into itself. I'm going to have to call Rowdy, get him to change up the search. Boy, your library in town, does it? Do you have a war memorial anywhere of people who lived in town who served in inner conflicts? Uh, yeah, I think there's a war memorial between the fire station and the school. Thank you very much. And, and the library there would have records of newspaper. You have a local newspaper in town. No, we don't have a local newspaper. But there's, um, I had to do a project once and we had to go to the library to get old town records. Um, all right. Uh, I want to now search the trunk and the wardrobe. So the trunk is locked. It's got a big, heavy padlock on it. It <laughs> The padlock is definitely still working. I search Stephen Welsh for a key. In one of his pockets, you find a set of keys. Pop open. I put the key into the... You unlock uh, the trunk. Yes. Inside the trunk, you find several sets of uh, uniforms, very similar to the ones that he is currently wearing. In fact, identical, some might say, to the ones he is wearing. All of them bear that same insignia, 49th Reconnaissance and Observation, whatever. Some, some. Uh, I make a note of that yeah. as a thing, yep. Uh, some uh, military outfit. You find uh, some other gear, like boots and stuff like that. You find, as you start digging through it, you realize it's not just old army surplus, but it's hiking gear as well. 
So you find hiking boots, a couple sets probably, some decent socks, warm clothes, hot weather gear as well, two hiking backpacks, and bits and pieces, just lots of survival equipment in the trunk. Well. And old army surplus. Old army surplus. All right. The hiking gear, like I look at one of the hiking backpacks, is the hiking gear all still good? Yeah, it's fine. You could use it if you wanted to. Where were you preparing to go? You went looking for it. You went looking for it. What's in the wardrobe? You find day-to-day clothes. So these would all be moth-eaten and old. This is all garbage. All of the clothes in here skew to an older age. So you imagine they belonged maybe to this person here. Clothes that someone who was born in the 40s might find fashionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 2004. Kim. Yeah? The story. The story about the Walsh family dying. When does that take place? What year? How long ago? Oh, I don't know. Like 25? Think. Tell me the story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you did pretty well. Uh, 95, I think. 95 it was. 95. 10 years. You've been looking for this son of a bitch for 10 years, and you found it, then it found you. It's hurt or weak. Or sick. If any other death, Ken. Mm. Any other weird deaths in town? Any other stories of, you know, people dying in mysterious circumstances, body parts missing? Mm, I don't. I don't know. No one ever talks about them. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't keep abreast of deaths in town. Fair enough. All right. Well, I'd give sort of a once over of the room. Anything else? Well, if you check the bed, you find nothing of interest. There's uh, underneath the bed, you you have like a like a I don't know if you're really excited for a moment, but you pull out what is obviously a gun case, like for a rifle, not like a hunting rifle, like an army assault rifle. You open oh. it up, but it's empty. <laughs> Other than that, you find nothing else in the room. Hmm. All right, we're gonna try one of these. Is it the ring of keys that I took it from? Is it more than one key? It's four keys. We're going to try one of these keys on that door downstairs. Okay. Come with me. Don't touch anything else. He's seen me rob a corpse, though, so. Yeah. Did you take the son of shotgun? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool, because he was going to if you didn't. Yeah, no, there was no way I was going to let a fucking kid take a shotgun. <laughs> All right, you go downstairs? Uh, yep, I would go downstairs. I pause. The other bedrooms are along here, right? Yes, there are uh, two other bedrooms. I head to the master bedroom and just stick my head in. There's a, uh, a queen bed. And not much else. Not even like a wardrobe in this room. Any photographs of like family or anything? No. The other bedrooms, I stick my head in them. There's one more bedroom that is a child's bedroom. You can see a four-poster bed, single bed, child-sized. Uh, once again, there's nothing in this room as well, just the bed. And f- in fact, the bed's here as well, with the exception of the, the room that you found the body in. Yep. The beds have no mattresses. It's just the frame. Someone was... All right, then. It looks like <clears throat> these rooms have been purposely cleaned out. You yep. can see patches on the wall where there would have been, like, things stuck up on the wall, and they've all been taken down. Mr. Walsh, were you clearing this house out when you discovered something nefarious? All right, on we go. We're going to go check out that basement. You go down. You go down one set of stairs, then a second set of stairs, and you're down in front of the locked door that the kids could never open. I try the keys. You try all of the keys. None of them work. What's the wall made out of? Door or wall? Both. The door is wooden. The walls presumably are wooden plaster. 
Same as the one upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Stand back. I wind up and uh, crack the wall, not the door, the wall okay. next to the door with the baseball bat. Uh, you make a hole. You can see through the wall now. Do you want to keep going or do you want to peek through and see if you can see anything? I'll peek through. There is a shaft of light coming from some hole somewhere that comes down and softly dapples over a pile of something. It's like oddly shaped, mismatched, whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's big. It's got a big white top over it, and the top has been tied up to keep the top down. How new does the top look? It looks about as old as anything else in the house. It's also covered in dust. I go smash the wall again. You make a hole big enough for Ken. Ken, you mind opening the door for me? Ken goes in, and then you hear him calling through the hole. There's uh, like a big metal bar over the door. I can't get it off. Mm -hmm. You hear? No, wait. Wits comp. Fuck, I've just killed this kid. Adam, this is one of my things. That's four successes. Three of them are re-rolls. Adam, the worst thing I can imagine doing is training human life for new knowledge, allowing someone else to die when I could have intervened in order to save my curiosity. Two more successes. Both of them are re-rolls. Oh no, Adam, what have I done to this poor boy? That's six successes total. You get another beat for an exceptional success. Fuck. Fuck, Adam, what have I done? You hear like some ruffling and you maybe call out, Ken, is that you? Ken, what? what's that noise? No, that's not me. You look through the hole and you can see in the like the, the wrapped top thing, something stands up. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.